Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome, loves today. Uh, the the great debate. I've been threatening you guys with this topic for a long time, and I decided uh, hey, we'd whip it out today. Um, CDs versus vinyl. Uh, which is superior to you? And and how much of it is uh, subjective as opposed to objective, depending on how we perceive sounds? And I must say, though, that even, even in my early 20s, when I got my first grown-up sound system, um, I always preferred CDs to vinyl. And I, I can't blame the... Uh, I can't blame the hearing loss over the last 40 years or whatever it's been um, for liking what I liked when I was in my 20s. Uh, 803 star 930 1-800-616-WBEN. Yes, I'm a CD guy, and I know I'm going to be crucified for that. Here's uh, Carl in uh, Dallas. You're on WBEN. Hello. Yeah, hi, Tom. I yes, would sir. agree with you, and I have two main reasons why. Number one... Uh, you know, um, CDs are usually recorded right from the master tape with, you know, very little processing and because uh, they have a much higher dynamic range. Now, the problem with albums is there's two big problems, you know, with vinyl. The first one is you're always going to have the noise between the sides of the, the diamond and the stylus against the two walls of the, uh, of the record where the sound is. You're going to have groove noise, and the more you play, a record, the more it slightly damages those walls. And the other problem is you're going to have rumble from the drive motor that turns the turntable. Uh, for example, I have Resco Studio Pros at home. They're professional turntables you have at most radio stations in the day, and you can hear the motor rumble. And the other thing is if you play your system real loud, the bass from the speakers can vibrate the record and cause feedback between the record surface and the and the speaker, kind of like, basically the record acts like a microphone. So you have those problems that you really can't get rid of. Well, okay, and can we talk about the importance of the speaker in the equation? People have talked about turntables, people have talked about the medium, whether it's uh, digital, CD, whether it's uh, vinyl, but speakers are a huge part of the equation. Excuse me. I don't yeah. know if you heard what I said earlier, but I still have to this day, and they're uh, they're like forty years old now, but they sound as good as they ever did. Klipsch Heresy speakers. Are they? I I like Klipsch yeah. so much. I even bought the little ones for my computer. Yeah, I'm familiar with Klipsch. They made uh, the Klipsch horn, which are the big ones. Then you have the Lascalas, which are small folded horn speakers, 
And uh, I started, when I was a teenager, I started with the Elphick Lansing voice of the theaters in studio cabinets. Same, same components, just a different cabinet style. And now I have JBL uh, large cinema speakers, not the kind you buy for consumers, but the ones you buy from contractors that put them into uh, full-size cinemas. They're the THX wow. approved. And to be quite honest, speakers in the room, acoustics, are some of the most important things to sound that you can talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I cannot disagree. I mean, fortunately, my living room is kind of a, it's an awesome place for sound. It, it, it's, uh, it, it's a really good room to listen to music. Uh, but, uh, again, I'd be lying if I told you that uh, if I'm streaming from the telephone to the, uh, to the system, the sound is definitely not as good as when I put in a, um, uh, when I put in a CD. Yeah, if you've ever, ever had a chance to uh, get a copy off of a master tape, you know, a first-generation dub, and play that through a sound system, you will definitely hear an impressive difference because, uh, you know, there's usually uh, no processing on those at all, and they sound really good, but they're almost impossible to get. Well, no, but look, working at the recording studio when I was a young man, it was great to me to be able to hear the actual master tapes. So the actual master exactly. tapes, basically, I grew up with those, and and based on that experience, that is why I'm such a fan of CDs as opposed to vinyl. Now, a tragic story, my brother had a collection of probably all of the greatest LPs from the 1960s and early 1970s, and what did he do? He put them in his basement, and what happened in the basement? There was a massive flood all of those albums, which probably would have been worth tens of thousands of dollars today, were tragically destroyed because once the cardboard from the uh, record became uh, in, enmeshed with the record itself, you might as well forget it. Exactly. Uh, but uh, your, your sound system has got to kick some serious butt. I mean... Based on what you're telling us, uh, you've got these uh, not consumer level but professional level speakers. My goodness, I thought my Clips Heresies yeah, were they're, awesome, but yeah, they're, they're they're just painted black, and they normally you don't see them because they're behind the screen and below the screen. You know, the, they're all THX approved uh, equipment with very very large horns and large compression drivers to get the right coverage in the theater, and uh, with enough power, which I have, it's my system's tri amplified, meaning I got. You know, tweeters, mid-ranges, and bass speakers, and there's separate amps for each one of those, and the crossovers go in front of the amps. That's the way you do it do, for do professional we, stuff. And then do, you have do the we want to know? Do we want to know how much money you sank into your system? Uh, I don't know. It's over many, many years. Probably about 20, maybe 20, 30 years. But I still have the same system. My Altex I bought when I was uh, 14, and I still use those for rear speakers, and they're great. I mean, they're old-fashioned speakers. The Altex. The voice of theaters with the big horn and the 15-inch, but uh, I love them still. Wow. Well, it sounds like uh, quite an impressive array of sound-producing devices you have set up uh, at your place, sir. By the way, you're in Dallas. Next week is the 60th anniversary of the assassination. Are you going to Dealey Plaza? I've never been there, but I do have uh, 
the book, Dr. Mary's Monkey, and it's a great book, by the way, and you're probably familiar with it. And then another one called Lee and Me. You've probably heard of that one. Yeah, we had uh, Judith Berry Baker on the show uh, a year yeah. or two ago. Uh, I know Judith Berry Baker, who says she was Oswald's girlfriend. I believe her, even though she's right. the subject of much ridicule online. But then again, so many people who try to tell the truth are the subject of ridicule. And it's, uh, know. you know, if you can't kill so if you can't suicide somebody, you try to discredit them. And they couldn't kill Jim Garrison, but they did try their best to discredit him. You're correct. But, yeah, Dr. Mary's Monkey by Ed Haslam is it goes into great yeah. detail on what I mentioned at the beginning of the show, which was um, the fact that, according to Judith Very Baker, um, the whole idea that David Ferry was working on a cure for cancer was absolutely wrong. They were actually looking for ways to make a super cancer so they could go to Castro and give it to him and uh, kill Castro with cancer. And I'm sure there's no relation at, at, at all to that purported project and the month-long cancer which consumed Jack Ruby before his retrial or the death of Hugo Chavez in Venezuela, no big friend of the United States. I'm sure that the those were absolute coincidences. Well, no, you're you're absolutely right. I don't I don't think they're coincidences, and a lot of that's covered in in the book. And I find this stuff. I, I love documentaries, and that's why I get books written by the original author in their words. And you can also get them in audiobook form, so you can listen to them, and they're quite good. And sometimes, you know, like uh, David Bellavia, his book, um, uh, his second book. That he actually read that book himself for the audiobook, and that's fantastic to actually hear him read his own book in his own voice. That's a fantastic thing, by the way. Well, he did prove he can read, which I think is good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, th thank you very much. I appreciate I appreciate the call. Uh, saw David yesterday, and we're looking forward to doing the show together uh, next week on the JFK assassination. Extra time, yeah, but it's something that will go by very, very quickly. Uh, let's go to, uh, I just hope we can stay out of the weeds, but it's hard to stay out of the weeds when you're talking about something so complex and about which there's been so much uh, misinformation put out, a lot of it by your government, by the way. Uh, here is Chris in uh, Grand Island. Chris, uh, you're on WBEN, The Great Debate. CDs versus vinyl, where do you come down? Well, Tom, I can give you a long list of reasons why the digital media is superior to vinyl, and I can give you a long list of reasons why vinyl is superior to digital. And I can give you a long list of reasons why you are going to confuse the hell out of me. But why, why well, don't you go ahead, like with know, the top, did, with the top five of each? <laughs> Tom, you did call for an audiophile's perspective, and Absolutely. that can get quite it can get quite technical. Um, remember that an audiophile's approach to reproduction is going to to reproducing music. That is, <laughs> is going to be. Uh, more along the lines of an engineering feat or an engineering solution rather than convenience. So that's the first upside to the digital format. It's quite convenient. The portable players, portable players, the streaming services, all of that digital uh, media is much, much more convenient. Now, on the other hand, there's a, there's a huge downside to digital, and I haven't heard anybody mention it yet. But the process, the process of changing a sound wave or music is defined as distortion. 
any change in the material that you're listening to is 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 called distortion. It might not sound like it, but technically that's what it is. In the digital realm, we go through two significant processes to achieve that reproduction. We convert analog to digital, and then we convert digital to analog. Whereas in the world of vinyl, in modern day recordings, we do still go through one conversion. The soundboards today record digitally. So we go from digital and if we produce an analog master, then we can produce we can reproduce that analog master a number of times without the sophisticated complex process of converting that that signal. Therefore, you're closer to an audiophile experience on a far less budget. Given the same speaker's amplification, preamplification, given the, the same scenario, uh, the big variable there becomes, are we recording in a budget studio or a very high-end studio? The reason that that's so significant is because of the cost of the analog to digital converter processors that are used on board the equipment that they use in the studio. That is directly linked to the compression algorithms and the, the amount of change or distortion that's added to that signal. Likewise, when, when you know, I hear you rave about how your CD player sounds, you very, very well may likely have been lucky enough to procure a CD player that has an extraordinary digital to audio converter. Now, I promise you that your computer at home and your television don't have as, as robust of a digital oh. to audio converter. And Absolutely. I can tell you this, I... I had the uh, fortune of visiting the Western Hemisphere's largest audiophile convention in Schaumburg, Illinois, about five years back. And there was one company in particular that uh, that, that stood out. They're, they manufacture a, a small collection of just little boxes, digital in, analog out. And they range in price. So in other words, your CD player at home probably has a digital output. You could connect it to this box. Those boxes this company produces range in price from $1,000 to $16,000. The $16,000 model, by the way, is used at Wimberley. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> interesting, wait, wait, wait. Interesting, interesting little note that the fellow told me. So, you know, uh, okay. Hold on. I'd like to hear more from you uh, because I want to find out a little bit more about your uh, background and uh, all that kind of stuff because, I mean, you're, you're giving us some technical information, some of which, I'm not going to lie, is way over my head. I mean, I'm just the kind of guy who I plug in what I like to listen to, and I've listened to stuff I like on vinyl. I've listened to stuff I like on CD, and there's just, to me, no comparison. And honestly, I just don't understand people's newfound love for vinyl. Um, to me, the CD was the greatest invention of the 20th century. Uh, forget about atomic power and aviation. The CD was, clearly.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. question is, how do you prefer to listen to music? Are you a vinyl person? Are you a CD person? Uh, I mean, streaming, kind of a different kettle of fish, uh, in, in my opinion, because uh, nothing I've ever streamed from my phone to my car stereo, which is pretty darn good, um, comes close to the CD um, uh, version of the same thing. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go back to uh, Chris of uh, Grand Island. So, I mean, Chris, with all this stuff that you know, um, I mean, you're, you're, you're tossing around words that uh, you know, I kind of feel like in, in engineering a 300-level class. What, what exactly is uh, your background in audio? Well, I can, ex- can explain the, the technical uh, end of the conversation quite simply. At 15 years old, I began uh, working in the consumer electronics industry, coaching and informing would-be uh, buyers on, on all of these technical issues that they were interested in uh, knowing more about before they made their purchasing decision. And uh, I began playing music commercially at 16 years old uh, for weddings and school dances and private parties and such. Um, 
when it came time to decide where I wanted to go to school, it was a toss-up between the Chillicothe Recording Studio in Ohio or uh, <laughs> electrical engineering, which is ultimately what I chose. It's not a very exciting field, <laughs> um, so I bailed and I moved and I moved into the IT space uh, in my late twenties and uh, retired recently from uh, from that career. I'm the same age as you, Tom. Cancer is a way of doing that. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. No, that's Sorry okay. I'm still here, buddy. I'm still here. Well, that's and, uh, uh, and be, I'm enjoying and I'm enjoy and I'm enjoying. Yeah, exactly. And I'm enjoying uh, what I've what I've learned, and I still have a pair of SL1200 Techniques turntables, the Mark II flavor that was very popular in the industry, and uh, crates of vinyl. Uh, you know, Joe made a point earlier. He was talking about. Well, I think you made the point that uh, that the records don't sound the same when you get closer to the center. I think you could probably recall in your earlier days of radio playing uh, playing 12-inch singles. Right? Uh, ac actually, no, because um, when when we used to play music um, in radio, we used to put uh, at least at uh, the old what's now the sports station, um, we would basically take the original record we'd get from the record company and we'd put it onto a cart, which is kind of, which kind of looks like an eight-track um, thing, and we just put the carts into the receptacles and we would play the music from the cart. So it was one generation removed from the record we got from the recording studio. Gotcha. Well, I can recall going to one stop at Record Theater a couple times a week and and grabbing the the latest and greatest hot singles, and they used to press them on a 12-inch piece of vinyl. And the reason for it, uh, just imagine being on a carousel. You know, when you're on that outside that outside horse, you're moving a whole lot faster than everybody that's on that's closer to the hub. Same thing's happening when you play back a vinyl record. So they compress the tracks uh, as you near the center of the hub. So you don't have the same definition, really, that you do um, on, a, on, a, on, on the outside edge. That's the reason for the difference in what, in what you may hear in vinyl. I, so, I think that the long and short of it is really what it comes down to is your budget and what sounds good to you and if you're satisfied with what you have. It's a never-ending quest when you delve into the world of, uh, of, of, of audio files to um, constantly seek out the best. It gets kind of pricey, but given the budget, you right. get the best of both worlds in the digital realm. Um, now, with that said, most people would find that budget unrealistic. And in that case, they can achieve a better sonic experience on vinyl with a quality cartridge, you know, a couple hundred bucks for, for a stylus, and a, a, a quiet table. Those Techniques tables, by the way, had no motor. They were the motor. The platter, uh, the platter itself, when you detach it from the table, you can look underneath and see all the fixed magnets, and you drop them into the turntable. So there's no wow and flutter from a belt. There's no hum from the motor. It's a very ideal table for, uh, you know, for accurate playback, quiet, uh, quiet playback. And uh, it was a shame when, you know, that turntable was in production for 40 years. Wow. Same model. 
Well, I've never heard that. of in the electronics industry. That, that, okay, but uh, just one one last question I have for you, and that is, why did vinyl make such a huge comeback over the last generation? Because I think that the discerning ear is seeking a sound that couldn't or can't be found in the digital space for comparable money. So in other words, your ear is satisfied with the digital sound. And for many good reasons, I can appreciate the opinion of, you know, you have excellent frequency response. You have, you know, everything, all the ingredients are put into the CD. But remember that the CD itself has no sound. It's just binary data. So once, once your CD reader or CD player picks up that binary information, it has to run it through that digital to analog conversion chip. Every CD player has one. Every, every device that records digital. Think of a camcorder and how expensive a camcorder could get. Well, that was because it's got to take the optical information, convert it to digital. It's got to take the audio information, convert it to digital. And the electronics that do that are far superior in a high-end model than they are in a, you know, in a lower-end model. Same thing with the audio players. Very interesting. I feel like we should all get a degree, everybody listening to you uh, after the uh, phone call. Thank you very much. i got to get on to some other people. I thank you for your uh, expertise and sharing that with you and uh, sharing that with us, rather. And, and one of the things that, uh, that really stood out to me, what he said, was you've got to figure out what sounds good to you. And I remember having to make the choice between Bose speakers and the Klipsch Heresy speakers that I still have today. And they were very, very close. But for whatever reason, I went with the, well, I know the reason because I thought they sounded better to my ear. I went with the Klipsch uh, Heresy speakers. So, and, and I realize that to some of you, what I'm speaking of as far as preferring CDs to uh, vinyl records is in itself heresy, blasphemy, and everything evil all combined into one <clears throat> detestable role. Uh, here is uh, Eric in uh, Buffalo on WBEN. Eric, it is your turn. Go right ahead. Hey, Tom. Uh, I, I kind of agree with you on, uh, uh, well, number one, the convenience and generally better sound of CDs. Uh for most things, but one exception uh, that, that I've found in that whole business is uh, uh, the ZZ Top album, Trace Ombres, from, you know, the 70s. Everybody had that, you know, and just played it, and you run their wheels off it. I ran through two albums of them and honestly wore them out. Huh. But then I got a, uh, uh, and it may have been a remastered business, you know, a remastered uh, version on, on the CD. And it really was kind of like, you know, diet ZZ Top. It was just kind of thin. Uh, but for the most part, like, for instance, an album like uh, 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 the Mars Hotel, you know, the, the Grateful Dead, you know, with U.S. Blues and a bunch of other songs. But uh, that sounds much better than uh, my uh, vinyl records. Uh, so it's, it's sort of, I guess the answer is it sort of depends, you know, and, and again, with hearing, uh, hearing issues or, or the room, I hadn't thought about that before. Uh, one of your uh, other callers brought up the whole room and, uh, you know, technical issues, but, oh, that's huge. Uh, 
the, yeah, the, the, I, yeah. I mean, the, the, the venue, especially obviously for live music, the venue is just so important as far as getting sound. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of bands, you know, it'll take them three, four songs before they get everything right. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because I, I, uh, I sort of re, uh, redid this house that I'm in and changed the floor plan. It's kind of an open floor plan, but it is a lot of hard spaces, a lot of hard uh, surfaces, uh, you know, between the flooring and drywall and, and uh, you know, high ceilings and whatnot. Uh, it, all of a sudden, I'm playing these things uh, and they kind of sound tinny. I'm like, maybe I have to move this. Uh, the speaker somewhere because I've got a a pretty good setup. Uh, but yeah, uh, the room that that really uh, that puts my mind to work. You know, <laughs> thinking about. I'm that. glad we glad we could put your mind to work. Is that it, sir? Yeah, that's about it. Anyway, I'm still uh, I'm still waiting for mine yeah, to ZZ go to work. Top, the ZZ Top Trace Ombres on vinyl is the absolute beefiest, mm. uh, thickest steak. Of a, you know, bass and everything just cranking, and then you get the CD version of it, and it's kind of dinky. Jeez, I uh, I have ZZ Top Greatest Hits somewhere on CD, uh, somewhere in the basement. But I mean, how many times can you listen to Lagrange? Um, yeah, thank you. I can <laughs> listen to it endlessly. Actually, nah, I... and, by the way, uh, the Karen Carpenter thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, top of the world is depending on which day you ask me. It's either Top of the World or Get Off of My Cloud by the Rolling Stones is my favorite song. Both of those are just wonderful. Perfect. Well, talk about two different uh, genres of music. I mean, the Carpenters were kind of like a genre all unto themselves. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, the I, Stones. I love the Carpenters. You know, it's, you know the, uh, what, what do they call it? The Guilty, uh, guilty Pleasures or something. I'll talk yep. to it all day long. I love the yeah. Carpenters. All right, th- thank you very much yeah. uh, for you, uh, having my having my back on that, but uh, nobody's going to have yeah. my back on Taco putting on the Ritz. <laughs> uh, thanks very much. I appreciate that. All right, thanks, um, Tom. All I, right. I, the fact that I'm even admitting that, that would be like coming on the air and admitting my deepest, darkest secrets, and I guess that's one of them. Uh, let's get uh, back to the calls on the great CD versus vinyl debate. Uh, Al is calling in from uh, Boston. Al, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Thanks for holding. Tom, I everybody's been uh, breaking my uh, thing with my Triumph home stereo and CD and everything else. Open reel, pre-recorded tapes. Tom, I got stuff from the fifties from my father's. The dynamic range is incredible. I would imagine. Uh, totally I, incredible. What? What? Okay, you're going to have to help me on this. When did reel-to-reel tapes um, go out of style? Because you know, you watch you watch movies, even um, uh, Goodfellas, and the state-of-the-art Henry Hill sound system of the 1960s. There was a reel-to-reel machine there. Yes, they were. They were inconvenient. You always had to clean the heads. Uh, but if you had a high-end machine, you're probably you're in a business, so you probably remember some high-end machines in your your venue. No, it was more My like father. media. It was more like medium end. I always seem to work for budget-conscious places. <laughs> okay. Um, my father was an audiophile. He was a stickler. If you bought an album, you tape it and put the album away. 
Um, a little older than you are. So when I was in my teenage years, I bought all these albums. You taped them. Your friends had albums. They taped them. And we, we swapped swapped tapes. But most of the guys that I dealt with were friends that had cassettes. We had a cassette so I could make a copy for a cassette and put the album away. So I still have all my original albums from the 70s. Put them on open reel tape. Now, we had the 10-and-a-half-inch reel, so we were good for an hour and a half on each side. Yeah. It was a perfect venue. You put the tape on, and you were good. You know, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but other than working in the recording studio and listening to the master tapes back in the day, I never heard the consumer version of the reel-to-reel music, and you're saying that you've got some that go back into the 1950s. Now, yes, speaking, speaking of media, okay, the cassette tape to me was the most frustrating waste of money in the world because invariably the damn things would come unspooled. Invariably. That's, you're right, and the A-tracks were even worse because in oh. the middle of the song, they would, that was a mess. Yeah, you're in the middle of thick as a brick, and then it switches channels. Like, why? Yes, you are 100% correct. But when my father got these... I won't mention the name, German tape decks. <laughs> <laughs> and we started doing that and putting everything on the tapes and buying quality tape. I still can use all those all that equipment, and it still works fine. And there's no – I think the signal-to-noise ratio, when you won't go – your other caller said, when you go to from analog to digital and digital back to analog, you're losing signal. You're, you're losing something. I am a proponent of, I love CDs. I was the first guy that bought a CD at, at the record store in Buffalo. It's no longer there. And went to every audio shop when I was 19 years old to buy a CD player. I had to go to Rochester to buy one. Wow. And the guy that I bought it from, the company the shop I bought it from, the guy kind of looked at me like you're a 19 year old kid you don't have that kind of money i whipped the money on i gave them i still have that cd player wow and it's and it's, in it still performs condition still performs oh, and it's all studio equipment oh man it's what, what did that set you back do you, do you remember what that might have set you back all those years ago thousand dollars well, and this, by the way, this was the era um, when if you bought uh, a VHS recorder so you could tape record your favorite TV shows, uh, you were looking at well over $1,000. Well over, a, I think uh, I had relatives who paid like $1,500 for one in the early days of the technology. I bought a beta stereo recorder. So when I was working the live music, I didn't have to take the open reel deck out, and I took the beta recorder to record the music. I paid over $1,000 for it. Oh, my goodness. That's dedication, sir. Dedication. Well, uh, uh, I know your brother, and I probably know you. You're from the North Towns. I sent you a CD years ago, but um trying to get some of this local music that I did from the 80s on, on CDs because most of our friends are, you know, getting older, and they want to hear some of this stuff. Well, but, we don't, you know, too, actually, we don't even have a CD player at the radio station anymore. Are you serious? I, I am deadly serious. We do not have a CD player. So all the stuff that I had saved that I'd wanted to replay over the years, uh, I could not replay if I wanted to because it would involve, uh, I mean, there might be some in the production studios, but as far as the uh, uh, the on-air studios, there is not a CD player to be found. 
Uh, thank you kindly. If you have more to say, I'd be happy to put you on hold till after the uh, news break. On, uh, WBN. I'd, I'd like uh, okay, to... hold, hold on, please, Tanner, if we can get him on hold then. Uh, coming up on 458 at News Radio 930 WBEN, it is uh, Bowerly. I'm going to throw in another totally unrelated topic in the 5 o'clock hour, if that's okay with you, in addition to this whole uh, audio thing that I've been threatening you with for years. Um, and it involves those of you who have to walk to where you are going. And we had a tragedy outside the Bills game on Monday night. And what are the most unsafe places to be a pedestrian in western New York? A lot of you have to walk to get to where you're going. Or a lot of you drive by people who are walking where they're going. And there are some places that just have death written all over them. And I don't say that lightly or in any jocular fashion. 458 at News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.